You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. It really did make me feel like I'm like I'm living in an 80s movie <laughs> where like the big rich developer comes in, you know, and, and you know something's up. Like either something's I'm part of going on. Like uh, you know, like I'm on the I'm on the mountain for the ski patrol thing, you know, like ski patrol the movie oh, where like the big amazing, developer yes. comes in, you know, and it's going to turn it all into a resort. We're going to mow this over or like the Goonies are going to tear down my house and put in a golf course. This is what I'm feeling like yesterday when I look out there and I come back from my run and I'm like, "Uh, what are you doing here? Oh, wait, they're they're infiltrating? They're moving oh, in? Oh, they're right there, and they were staring Whoa. at me, and I could tell they didn't like me. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. want to remind everybody, if you're doing any online shopping, Sarah, it's the newest rage in shopping. Tell me more. Lots of people do it. You can do it from wherever you're at, on your phone on your computer, on your on your tablet, on your mobile devices, you can go to funemploymentradio.com. That's our address. You put that in there. Don't even, don't even worry about the www. That's where we live, Greg. You don't have to put the www on there. We live inside of that address. Yes, it's exactly right. Mm. But you go to that address, and then there's a flashing bar that says Amazon, and you click on that Amazon button right there, and then you can a whole world of shopping opens up for you. Whoa. But you can only get there. It's the newest thing. Amazon just made a big announcement. You can't go to Amazon.com anymore without going to FunEmploymentRadio.com. That is so weird. We'll probably get in trouble for that I one mean, if I, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that, but I didn't know if we were able to talk about it yet. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, okay. it's yeah, oh yeah, that's top secret embargo stuff. I'm not supposed to talk mm. about that. But yeah, they're going to route the- You're letting everybody in. Their entire website, you just have to go to funemploymentradio.com and then <laughs> click on Amazon. And so that's uh, that's off the record. So let's just not put that out there publicly, what I'm just saying. That's the secret. That's the okay. only way. You can, you can only get the good deals by doing that. All right. Funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. Oh my so, gosh. All right. Yes. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's explain what's going on here. So this is- I mean, this is the saga of my house. I guess I should have seen that this is the direction it would go. Um, I just never really thought the previous chapter would end. So I have been involved in a, well, about a 10-year war that I was involved in. Uh And I've talked about it here on the show ever since I bought my house in Southeast Portland in what was formerly known as Felony Flats. Felony Flats has kind of moved out a little bit past where my house is now. Like every year it moves out like another two blocks. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so it's it's moved a few blocks away from me now. Although I had one, and Felony Flats is an area here in Southeast Portland where there is, uh, there's a lot of crime. For anybody who doesn't know, it's it's called Felony Flats for a reason. A lot of meth. A lot of a lot of gang a lot of activity, felons. a lot of felons, a lot of felons in general, you know. Yes, and uh, and a lot of crime that happens there. So it's got the nickname Felony Flats. That's not the official city name. That's just what everybody calls it. So since I was in that section for a little while when I first bought it, um, I had these holdovers, the meth heads that were my meth head next door neighbors. Now most all of the other people moved out that were trouble, and then it was just nice normal people, no problems, <laughs> and except for these guys that I shared. A fence line with, oh, and God. they have been—they they were my nightmare. 
for 10 years where I got to observe them. I, when they first moved in, they used to deal drugs in front of my house. Just a brief recap of my method neighbors. Um, they used to deal drugs in front of my house. They used to strip cars in front of your house? Uh, that was one thing they did. Yeah, they. I mean, I used to see the guy out there. He would have cars pull up in front of my house. They'd only do this in front of mine. And uh, he would hand them, not even like trying to be discreet about it, hand them white bags of what I'm presuming was meth and uh, take their money and then just stand on the corner in front of my house. So it looked like it was uh, me that was doing it. And, you know, they did that. Yeah, they used to steal cars and then strip them in the middle of the night and then leave the the uh, bare bones of the car, <laughs> like the frame of the car the on blocks yes. in front of my house. So then I had to deal with the city on getting that towed away again. It looked like I did that to my own house. <clears throat> So it's it's many, many battles and years. I could write a book, honestly, on the meth heads. I oh, really absolutely could. absolutely could. No, we've talked about this, how you should like write something about meth heads in the wild. Yeah. Like, you know how to do it. You've observed them for My over urban, a decade. National Geographic's Urban Guide to Meth Heads. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had a uh, the perch to look over because my like really uh, my be. kitchen Maybe looks over into their backyard, like in Portland, Oregon. Like uh, you have observed for the past ten years, like urban methods, their activities, and what I named them. I named different kinds of them. I observed the different mm-hmm. types of methods so many that live there. Types. You know, there's a hierarchy too, because at at first glance you may think, oh, they're all the same. No, no, no. There's oh, a whole no. hierarchy to it. And how it works, you know, and this is that's and how I'm it talking works, about because there has to be a hierarchy like, of if, some sort. If you've seen Breaking Bad, these aren't the Breaking Bad kind of people. These are the ones the the end users. That's who I'm talking about. These weren't the the brains of the operation. You know, this wasn't no uh, uh, Pollo Hermano or whatever it was. Um, Pollos Hermanos. I think I can't remember. Chicken Brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you? Wait, it's what? from Breaking Bad. It's okay. from Breaking Bad. <laughs> the, these weren't those those kind of level guys. This was. Uh, these were the users, um, but yeah, I really could write a write a National Geographic. Maybe I'll get a hold of National Geographic and we'll see what we can do on that. But anyway, oh my gosh, how excited would you be if National Geographic wants to like talk to you, dear Mister Nibbler? Well, I would be excited. Now they're owned by Fox News, so I'm a little hesitant. Although they do have money, oh, so yeah, well, if they're still by Fox National News, Geographic, then you have a better shot of actually getting it. Probably Geographic. they probably would put that in there. Here's a science study. Yeah, that's... <laughs> uh, dear Mr. Geographic, oh. I've been studying some um, some meth heads in Portland, Oregon, ah. which is a really nice place to live. Maybe that would sell you some mazagines. Some some what now? Some mazagines. Mazagines. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe. Sincerely, Mr. Nibbler. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm a southern gentleman now. Yes. So so these guys have been my neighbors, and, and there's no amount of things I could do to get them out of there. They were arrested multiple times. I was in contact with the police multiple times, detectives multiple times. Nobody wanted to do anything. Mm. It was just, well, nope, that's your problem. Finally, they moved out, though. Well, because we've, um, had, we've had police tell you, that, yeah. uh, like off the record, that um, they know the methods were there. Yeah. They just didn't want to do anything about it. No, because if they broke them up and moved them somewhere else, then they'd be another problem in another neighborhood, and eventually we'd all be quiet mm-hmm. because we'd realize they're not going to do anything. And so they're just like, yeah, you'll stop complaining after a while. And then we just uh, plug our ears. and yeah, that's exactly, like because happening. we know where they are. Yeah. So like if, if, if you're complaining, we know where they are, and they're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep, so have fun with that, and see you later. Jesus. So... So that anyway, and it was all because their their aunt owned the property, and so she wasn't going to kick them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she moved. 
She sold her business. Are you and sure she didn't go the way of the mother and the die? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. no. Oh, no, no, she was much healthier than that. The, yeah, their mother used to live there with them. And until she, was, she didn't. <laughs> until she didn't live there anymore. Yes. And I can only assume what happened there. She was a nice lady. She she was nice. Very deluded on, on her precious little snowflakes and what they were up to. On her boys. They're 45-year-old boys who both lived at home and, and did meth and, and rode around on tiny little scooters. Actually... Quick side story of that, and I probably told this a long time ago. One of my favorite stories of those meth head neighbors was when they used to hop over my fence. There was like a gap in a fence between our two properties, and they wouldn't go around to their gate. They would hop my property and go through this kind of like a little loophole that they could get to their property. Um, and then they, they would do that. And there was one day I was having a barbecue, and they all did that. And hopping over, it's like a train of them and with their special girlfriends that they had with them. Girlfriends. And I was like, what the hell are you guys doing? It was me and a bunch of people having a barbecue. And these random methods are jumping over the fence in the backyard. Oh, hi. Like, don't mind People us. are over to my house for the first time showing off my new house. I'm all excited. They're like, Greg, what's going on over there? I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then it was instantly, you know, a lot of FUs, a lot of uh, words that rhyme with maggot. And, um, you know, they informed wow. me. Oh, yeah. This was all while I'm having my nice barbecue with friends over for the first time. Like, look at me. I'm a grown up. I have a house. And, <laughs> so oh, and they're just good. Fuck you, you fucking me. I'm like, oh, well. Jesus. All right. <laughs> so the next weekend, I decided to fix that fence. Because it was on my property line, I just I, it wasn't there when I bought it. So I I was going to finish the fence out to close that off, and I went over to talk to the mother because I was going to have to go on their property a little bit to get it done. Yeah, and and so I was talking to her, and while talking to her, she she was fine. She's like, "Oh, that's great. That's a good idea. You should do that." She was really old and lived there forever, uh, but her her precious little snowflake son, the one that had called me a a uh, fucking maggot, but not maggot, um, he pulled up on this like tiny little kid's electric scooter. I don't understand what in like meth heads minds make them think that that looks cool i don't know or what and in anybody like in any grown-ass adult's mind like things like if i ride a teeny tiny little thing like i'm gonna look awesome. yeah it was like a little you look like an idiot it was a little motorized scooter yeah. but it was like for a for a, like a kid's size so he was sitting on it and he's a big dude and he's sitting on this tiny scooter and he revs it and, and pulls up on the curb next to me while i'm talking to his mom i can see he's seething he's like crap they're telling my mom you know, and granted, this guy's older than I am. He looks—I don't know exactly how old he is. He looks like he's mid forties, like, like perennially. Yeah, I don't know. He's like meth sixty-two, but real life like forty-five. Yeah, or maybe thirty in real life. I don't know. Oh, that's true. You know, he could have been younger than that. I wouldn't know. He, he appeared to be. We'll go even. Yeah, like a like a forty-five, somewhere in there. Yeah, uh, too old, too old to be riding a tiny little scooter and trying to intimidate me and calling me names while he's jumping my fence. But now the mom is dead. The meth is well. Yeah, gone. but wait. But when this guy pulled Ooh. up, that was the thing, though. So he sat there and he he tried to intimidate me, me and my dad talking to this lady. We're both like, yeah, okay, and we just didn't even address him. We no, you didn't even, even look at him. We didn't even look at him. Good. Didn't talk to him. He Go. sat there staring, and then after a while, he realized we weren't going to pay attention. So he revved his little. Little kid little scooter, scooter like, meep, and then like spun out and took off. <laughs> it was it was the best thing ever. I like, really wish honestly, there was video. Like what like meth journal is out there saying like that in any way, <laughs> shape, or know. form looks cool. It is the dumbest thing. I don't know. Like no no girl ever has been like, hey, that guy looks super hot riding on a teeny tiny children's bike. Yeah. 
Like, ooh. Yeah. I, let, let I don't break know. off a piece of that. I don't know, but it was so great. It'll be forever emblazoned in my mind. Like, I just, I started laughing because I could not help it at ooh. that point. <laughs> and then spun out on his grass and then took off, you know, going like what, five miles up, an like, hour down the, yeah, <laughs> Me. And he was so big, he was going uphill too, so he didn't even move fast. Oh, wow. It was the best. The best. Oh, okay. Um, but anyway, that was them. They have moved out now, finally, after all these years. And so now I'm in Southeast so Portland, and now the property is very valuable. The property is valuable, and that's left a blank space in the neighborhood mm-hmm. for who is the weirdo adult male riding around on the teeny tiny scooter. Yeah, there is that. that's not there anymore. So so basically, Greg, are you the equivalent of the adult <laughs> male riding around on the teeny tiny scooter? Well, I mean, this is what I'm... I, I don't think so, because I'm not doing that, uh, per se. What I'm nervous about, though, is is what I saw when I came home yesterday. So I've been trying to go running. And so I went for a run yesterday and I got back and, and running is jogging and then I'm slowly trying to get back in shape. Well, my so, running is walking. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine too. That's fine. So I, I got back and parked outside of the other place. So it's somebody bought it and I heard through... Oh, somebody bought the meth head place. Somebody bought it. Yeah, oh, bought the property. okay. And I talked to somebody who talked to somebody because they haven't come over and spoken to me, and I've never actually seen them over there to speak to them. Um, that it was a couple who bought it, and they're trying to lease it out as is, which is just ridiculous. I mean, the property oh location... Oh, they're not tearing it down. No, it still has boards on the windows because the methods broke out all their windows, so they put up boards. They haven't had windows for, like, six years since we've been doing the show. Yeah, yeah. It's it slowly, like, one by one, they get knocked out, and they wouldn't replace the windows. They just put boards up. And so... The, I mean, the the location, the property is very valuable. It's it's zoned commercial and residential. It's it's a it's a sweet piece. Of, I wish I could have bought it, but I didn't have the money for it. Um, the prop, the house, the structure has got to be shit oh inside. I mean, God. it's got to be terrible. I can't even imagine the smell. Oh yeah. God, probably the smell and like the the rotting I mean, wood and Well, I was a source of rats for a while in the neighborhood. They had Oh yeah, there I were mean rats, I would walk like, by there and visibly running out of that house. No, like, I know because they would come over to my house. Yeah, I know. Um and coincidentally, that's stopped since they've uh they've moved out. I wonder how that is. So so yeah, I mean I would I would walk by when they would have their door open, like mattresses thrown on the ground, like holes punched in the wall. It's it's a shithole. It's got to be torn down. You get, you have to tear it down. Um, but they're trying to lease it out as is, and so oh my god, how lazy is that? Like, hey, we're gonna buy this property, it's Portland. Uh, I guess you could somebody's gonna rent something because everybody needs property. Oh, that thing, like even with the construction, like near you, that thing's just gonna collapse on mm-hmm. somebody. Like mm-hmm. it is not that that's not a good thing. Uh, Lucas in the live chat, funemploymentradio dot com slash live says they're probably going to tear the whole thing down and build a new house or townhouses. That's what I would assume they would do. That's what they honestly. I mean, I don't want it because I'm right next door to it. When but that's what it was, I would do. When you said it was for sale, that's the first thing that I thought. No. I did not think that that that's not inhabitable. No, I assumed what they were going to do is tear it down. They're going to build. I, I don't think they could build. They would either have to buy my property to build a big one, or they could do like a four unit, two to three stories. Probably they could get away with. I don't know what the zoning is right there, yeah. and then it would just overlook my backyard. That would suck, but you know, I figure that's what's going to happen. That's part of living in the city. But yeah. It just is what it is. But I know they're they're apparently trying to lease it out as is. What I'm confused about is what's going on now, though, because 
the guys that I saw outside of it don't fit the description of who I was told owns it. Okay. Um, it was who? an older it was an older Asian couple that bought it. Okay. Just to just just to put that that's who it was. That's that's because uh, I talked to a very trusted source who said that's who bought was it. Was it the guy that used to own the store down the street? No, it's not Peter. Not Peter. I doubt it's Peter. Okay. Peter moved to Beaverton or something. Uh, it's being asked, Greg, if uh, they wanted to buy your property to make townhouses, would you sell? Mm, that's a dicey question. I I really don't want to. That's true no. because, like, if you do, then Where you else make am I some money. Live? But if you also do, you're like part of the problem. It's like a catch twenty two a little bit. Well, yeah, and I I like my house. I really do have a good house, uh, and I've got a backyard, and that's kind of rare. But uh, I am also poor, so there's those factors to okay. put in there. Um, but no, no, I, I don't think so. It would take a tremendous. We don't need to get into that side of it. So uh, these guys, though, when I when I walked up there, sitting outside of it were these were these dudes, and it was like something out of an '80s movie. When you see like in the neighborhood, it's always the kids. You know, it'd be like Anthony Michael Hall. I don't just for a random or whoever is sitting there and you know the rich developers come in and there's a guy with like a sweater tied around his, his around neck his shoulders, and, yeah, yeah around his shoulders you know and they're gonna tear it down we're gonna tear this dump down put it in a country club like they looked like those guys and it's cause they were sitting out there one dude was sitting there with his arms crossed leaning up against a white Porsche what? Like a Porsche. Yeah. What are you, you like seriously it sounds like you're in an 80s movie a Porsche with yeah with a vanity plate and then, then there was some Please other guy. Said, like too cool. I know. Something. I wish it did oh, say too God. cool. That would have been awesome. And then on top of that, there was uh, another guy out there in some kind of Mercedes. Mercedes. Uh, it was a Mercedes. I don't know what exact kind of Mercedes it was. I wouldn't be able to tell you, but it had the Mercedes. You know the. Um, it was a Mercedes. Yeah. And like fancy grill. Or yeah, whatever. big fancy grill. Yeah. And so there was these two guys out there and they're standing there and they're clearly, you know, they're kind of peeking through the window that they could look into that didn't have the boards on it. This towards the front, there's some still some actual windows and clearly waiting for somebody to come and let them in. But I, I sat there for a second. And I just kind of looked at them and they both turned and just they just stared at me, you know, and we're about a block away. And I thought about going over to say something but i was all sweaty and gross and clearly i looked i mean you looked amazing yeah i looked yes. amazing <laughs> keep in mind just getting back into exercising did not probably not look in uh, too oh my pristine gosh, even if you're at your fittest exercising you look disgusting oh yeah i looked i look really good no, so just running. like oh god but when i'm at, when my fittest i mean i look totally amazing when i'm exercising no no not at all no you don't I no know. i don't and i'm saying even beyond that like i'm not back in shape yet so it's even worse like I'm, I'm hideous. I'm just covered in sweat, and like I get like big circles under my eyes. So and, I'm oh, picturing like the oh, dude from Pretty oh. in Pink, like the super rich guy with like the sweater on his shoulders. I'm trying of, to remember what that guy looked like. Uh, up. The Pretty in Pink guy. He was always, he was always the bad guy. He was in uh, Less Than Zero too. Um, he was in like, he was like the bad. I don't snobby, even know preppy. what Less Than Zero is. Oh, it's an amazing. It's an amazing movie. It's okay. one of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s first movies anyway okay yeah but uh i'm trying to look up bad guy and pretty in pink i really wanted to see who this actor is see if because that's exactly who i'm thinking no it has to be him oh you mean uh oh that's that's uh james spader yes james spader oh yeah maybe a little james a spader like james spader yeah okay i could see that yeah <laughs> kind of maybe not quite the hair but in my mind that's what a he young james spader is like the yeah. biggest asshole in all the land he looked okay to be honest, I think maybe he looked more like an Ari uh, from Entourage. 
The the guy with the Porsche looked more like Ari oh, like from Entourage. Oh, like some bad plugs going on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He looked more like that. <laughs> and then the other guy with the Mercedes, he could be he could be the James Spader pretty pink guy. Oh, Ted McGinley from uh that's from Oh, what was that from? Sorry. Uh one not one crazy summer. That's from uh Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, of yeah. course. Of course. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's those were the guys hanging out there wow. in my mind anyway. Uh, looking. So what I'm what I'm confused with is what are they going to be doing with this property? What are they doing and what are their plans for what me? Cuz clearly I don't there? fit whatever their plans are. No. I mean, my house is nice, but you know, obviously I'm on the lower end of the Income scale for some of the neighborhood that's that's of happened now. Of the income now. totem pole, yeah, of the income totem pole. Considering the girl next door paid fifty grand over asking price for for the house, secure a tiny house. Yeah, the yes. one that told me not to say big ass sandwiches that she prefers big bottom sandwiches. <laughs> that girl. So I don't know what they're going to be doing, and I don't know what it is, but something's up. Like I feel like I'm in the Goonies right now. I'm the Goonie. I am the Goonie. And it's well, our maybe- time. <laughs> So maybe the Asian couple bought the house and maybe they're leasing it out to somebody living in the squalor of the ex-meth head's apartment. And then, like, the richy rich people are buying the beauty parlor side. They're going to make it some sort of fancy beauty parlor thing. No, it's all one building. You, you, buy, the, you buy the building. So... I mean, <sighs> if the Asian couple's leasing it, they could lease half of the building, couldn't they? Mm, I doubt it. I mm. doubt I think you would have to lease the whole thing. Okay. I would I would guess. That's really weird, though, because I've been in your neighborhood a billion times, and I don't think I've ever seen a Porsche. No. It's not that kind of a neighborhood. It's not, it's that, it's not a bad neighborhood. neighborhood anymore, but it's, uh, it's, not, it's not that kind of a neighborhood. It's not a Porsche kind. You would get that broken into in a second. So do you think that they There's might have- There's still car might, break-ins quite, you, quite frequently. Do you think they might or might not have been standing outside of your house when you were screaming at your lawnmower and your underwear? I wasn't out in my underwear. <laughs> I walk in my underwear through my living room sometimes. That's that's a different situation. Um, I don't know. They could have seen me yelling at the lawnmower over the weekend yeah. when I was mad about it. And maybe you were just not paying attention. Maybe they were there watching the weird guy next door. <laughs> and they think I'm weird. Yeah, they're talking to all Compare that friends. to the methods that used to live there. I'm a saint. Like the like the rich guy is like, Muffy, Muffy, did you see oh. that? Did you see that crazy man Who's next that, to that shitty property we just bought, Buffy? A beastly man over there. Oh, <laughs> I saw him yelling at his lawnmower stay, machine. Stay close, Muffy. <laughs> <laughs> Muffy, Muffy, did you see this? I'll go over there and give him a wallop if he looks sideways at you. <laughs> My goal in life is to meet somebody that's named Muffy sometime. Yeah, that would be maybe somebody listening is named Muffy. Oh my gosh, your name is Muffy. We have many people out there listening, which thank you for listening to Fun Employment Radio, by the way. We appreciate (laughs) it. Especially if your name is Muffy. Muffy. And may may you please call in, maybe maybe say Muffy like that. Muffy. Oh, Muffy. I mean, is Muffy a real name? I don't know what it's short for. Muffin. I mean, isn't... uh, Would would a human's name be Muffin? (laughs) I I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if I've ever actually known a Muffy, now that I think about it. It's got to be short for something. I, my second dog was named Muffin. Well, okay, yeah, that's that's different, though. Mm. I don't know. What is Muffy short for? Now I gotta know. Now I have to know. I'm sorry we're doing this in wait, real wait, time. Maybe it's like Millicent. Muffy. Maybe it's short for that, or... Millicent. Well, then you just say Millie. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying here, Greg. I know. I'm I've sorry. I've given you two options. I said Muffin and Millicent. You've given nothing. Uh, it says Muffy is short for Muffin. 
<laughs> Maybe Muffin is the nickname, and then Muffy is the short. Oh, oh boy, there's a Muffy makes a comeback apparently in baby names. Okay. What? Well, maybe we'll have some new Muffies coming up. Muffy. Oh, Muffy. Muffy is making a comeback in baby names? Uh, that's an article that just pulled up on the on that Google. Is so a, a cruel parent that names their child Well, Muffy. maybe somebody can let us know. If uh, if you're listening live, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free, and you get to listen to all the shows here on the Fun Employment Radio Network and help us out figure, figuring out what Muffy is short for in real time. That's a good radio show tactic right there. <laughs> So I really like Greg. I, my favorite part of the show today was when you were live time Googling uh, who the bad guy was in Pretty. <laughs> yes, good. I think good. that was my favorite. That's probably the pinnacle. That was my favorite use of time today. That was a pretty good, pretty good segment right <laughs> yes. there. I'm pretty proud of that one. We'll have to try that again later. Greg Google stuff. But then also there's the Greg Google stuff. And then also when you were looking at that picture of the guy from Revenge of the Nerds and when mm-hmm. you stopped talking for like three seconds and just staring at the picture. Right. Actually, that was my favorite part. Uh-huh. Okay. That was good. That was good. Good. I'm, I'm glad we got that all worked out. Muffy. Well, anyway. What's the equivalent of a man name of Muffy? Chadwick. <gasps> Muffy and Chadwick. Yes. And I know Chads. I know I know a lot of Chads. And, you know, and I'm, it's not that. But, uh, you know, it's like somebody who goes by Gregory. Oh, Chadwick. Gregory. I'm Gregory, actually. And nothing against Gregory. So it's my name. My name is Gregory. <laughs> no, it's nothing but, against Gregory's. Yeah, it's your name. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Uh, Gregory. Hmm. Oh, Chadwick. Chadwick. Did you see a strange, small, hairy man that lives next door to No. He was yelling uh, at some kind of a machine. Uh, he was yelling at the machine. I don't think he was the gardener either. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> do you think that we can hire him to do our lawn, Chadwick? Uh, no, not with that attitude. <laughs> he clearly can't even maintain his own decency. Stay back, Muffy. Anyway, so I might get... Uh, Muffy moving in next door. I don't really know what's going on. Wow. They wouldn't be able to live in that property. There's no way. There's no way. No. I've never been inside of the property, but I've walked by the, when the door is open mm-hmm. and that place, it's all just oh, shitty, thin, wood paneled. I've like, stood in the doorway during one of my confrontations with them and that's that's happened. When they, I had to go over there. The most recent one that I did was probably a couple of years ago where I actually stood in their doorway and I was so mad that I went over there and talked to them. Well, no, there was a couple of times. One, I was having a, I think it was my birthday party actually in my backyard. This was a couple of years ago. And one of the uh, assholes over there got out a hose on the other side and started squirting a hose over the, um, over the fence. Oh, I was there. Mm -hmm. You were there. There was was quite a few people there. Yeah. And I had to go over and have a talk with them about that and they played dumb like we weren't using the hose like look i know you were using the hose just stop using the hose okay get, just stop doing it well i didn't you i didn't have a hose out there like dude you you sprayed water over the, like, like i don't even know why like, we're I, having that conversation I know, it's like, like, you, you, like this that's not like that's not even happen. yeah that's yeah. not even the point of the conversation yes you did uh, and then the other time I had to go over there was when they were, <laughs> they would steal things and then the refuse they didn't want, they'd throw sometimes into garbage cans and these, they would pull the garbage cans over just past the property line and put it on my property side so that uh, on the sidewalk so that it would look like it was mine and that I had left it there. So I had to deal with it. And so I'd see it. I'm like, no, that's, that's not, that's not my garbage can full of cement pieces like <laughs> so i would pull it back over to their side and then they would push it back and we had this thing going back and forth for a while and finally i went over there and just banged on the door i'm like look dude you got to take care of your your cement 
gar- garbage your, cans your here. Like, it's not mine. And they had one of these little, um, some little skinny guy that was living there, and he was afraid of me. And he, I don't know who he was related to. He wasn't one of the brothers. And he's like, "Oh, okay, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And he was one of the ones who who gets scared, which is good. I like that. You know that he was scared of me because that makes it a lot easier. So I could kind of tell okay. him what to do. So he went out and he started pulling him back. And that's when one of the guy's girlfriends. She was the worst one of them all. The girlfriend was the worst of the bunch. Was that the girl that would get on the roof and bark? Yeah, she barked at my yep. dog. Uh, she also would pace back and forth up and down the street barefoot, just pissed off, stomping. And she looked like one of those girls, like maybe 10 years ago before all the meth, she was probably a very pretty girl. Like she really did. You could see deep down inside there, like you were actually probably attractive. Something in your life um, went very wrong at some point, and you're hanging out with these guys now. Um, she was just pissed like mad and she came out there and clearly the little squirrely guy wasn't following orders from her or or hadn't followed her orders and was listening to me yeah and she came out just barking at me just yelling at me like you don't get the get the fuck back inside yelling at the little skinny guy and he's like oh, okay all right i don't blame him i'd be scared too and she's like that's not our trash you didn't do that you put that over on our property that's not our trash that's yours and i'm like uh whoa no it's not and you know that like you know that why are we having this conversation like there's only two parties here there's nobody else we're trying to convince like you lying about it isn't gonna do like we both know it's true yeah like like we're all just doing this yeah this isn't a court like we both know you're lying (laughs) so it was oh man so many so many stories with that i just realized i've been talking about this for a long time sorry about that i it's it's just a, the changing of the neighborhood. No, that's is, okay. Is but I mean, so let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Do you miss if you could pick? Would you rather have like the James Spaders uh, with their Porsches moving into the neighborhood, or do you miss the crazy barking lady who would put uh, concrete buckets on your property? I do not miss her. She scared me. She was a <laughs> wild card. Um, she scared me more than the big dumb meth head because he was such an idiot. I I feel like I could outrun him, no problem. I probably could have outrun. The crazy girl, but I don't know. With her, I don't know. She she really scared me. Like she was nuts. Yeah. Like certifiably fucking nuts. No, I'm not her afraid of anything. At your dog before that was like I've never seen a, an adult human. Like I, you know, we live in Portland, and there are a lot of uh, mentally distressed people. Right. Walking down the streets, and like you see a lot of people talking to themselves, and you know, doing whatever, mm-hmm. like you know, yelling at invisible people. But seeing that woman barking at your dog, yeah. on the roof of a house. Was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, she was. There was nothing going on there. Like she just had this manic, crazy. Yeah, she was up on their like, roof. She, like she, she could like eat a human or something. The that's way, like, what I mean. Her, her blank stare was just. That's why she scared yeah. me more than anything. Yeah, she was. She was the most terrifying. I mean, and those those brothers, my other brothers. I mean, they were giants. They were huge dudes. Um, and they, if you know, if they got a hold of you, ugh. Ugh. but yeah, they. She was. She was definitely the scariest of the entire crew. She was horrifying. Um, yeah, it's being noted in the chat here by Carrie. Think Greg knew how to deal with the meth heads. Richie's from the city might be more than his country boy brain can handle. Well, I mean, I can handle, I can handle it, but I just I don't, I don't know what I'm getting into. No, I don't think you can handle it because you don't know what you're getting into. Well, it's a whole new world. Yeah, but I mean, I didn't know how to deal with the meth heads before, and I learned. You know, I can adapt. I can adapt to my situation. This is why I would survive like a zombie apocalypse or something okay. like that. I'll survive very well. Okay. I'll be one of those people that'll survive for a long time because I'll adapt. I can convince myself of anything. I'll, I'll be fine. 
But I just don't know what I'm dealing with here. I don't know what the animal is that I'm dealing with right now. I don't know about muffies so much. Oh, yeah. I worked at a country club. You were dealing with like a rabid raccoon, and now you're dealing with like a manicured poodle. Yeah. You don't know what's happening. Yeah, exactly. I'm not quite sure what to deal with here, how to deal with that. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous for you. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Wow, just so you know, uh, someone just invited me to be an extra in a uh, hot bikini barista video. Oh, I think I know who that is. Uh Uh-huh. I should totally do it, right? I'm like super fit right now. Um, No, what do you know? I I got invited to do that too. No. Did you really? Yeah. God damn it. Oh, well, maybe I want to be an extra in it. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it does say looking for many extras, men and women, for our hot bikini barista episode. A uh, three-hour shoot. No, they aren't asking us to be in bikinis, Greg. Never mind. I thought I was looking better. We have to be the angry mob. <laughs> I was kind of flattered for a second there. Extras will be an angry meth town mob. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ego. <laughs> Seriously, I was like, oh, bikini barista. That's really nice. Oh, angry. Oh, meth. Oh, oh. never Sad mind. Mob. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that went from zero to zero. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stella, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg? Yes. I know how much you love potato chips, so I wanted to Mm -hmm. tell you about this story, which are totally good for our bikini bods, by the way. Okay. Yes. Which is why we just totally got asked to not be in bikinis (laughs) in that video shoot. Um, So a potato chip is now being credited with a woman's early detection of having throat cancer. So a potato chip actually saved her, Greg. Yeah. Potato chips save lives, Greg. That's true. They All do. Right. This is out of Marysville, Washington. Uh, a Washington state woman said her love of potato chips may have just saved her life after an uncomfortable swallow led to a throat cancer diagnosis. So Christine Moore of Marysville uh, says she has snacked on Ruffles potato chips every day for about 20 years. So she knew there was something unusual when a sharp fragment of a chip poked her tonsil. So the tonsil became inflamed. Um, so it's not cancerous, but it did turn out that she had, uh, she did get diagnosed with having some sort of tumor. But uh, because it poked, she was okay. Chips. Chips are a blessing in disguise. All right, from Marysville, Washington to merry old England. <laughs> That's kind of, I kind of saw where you were going there. Yeah, I was yeah, married, you know, married to Mary. It was, it was pretty good. I'm just I'm, I'm swinging for the fences. Mm-hmm. 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 It was good. Well, a man in England proving that British people are just as stupid as Americans wins the right to change his name on his driver's license to Buzz Lightyear. Oh, wow. Yes, a UK man has won the right to have the name of a Disney character appear on his driver's license after legally changing his name. Yeah, so uh, he has now changed it to Buzz Lightyear, who was formerly known as Sam Stevens. He changed his name initially to raise money for a children's cancer charity. So uh, Buzz Lightyear said, I changed my name this last April uh, 
and now I wanted to legally change it. I don't know how you change it and then legally change it. Maybe he was just going by, going as Buzz Lightyear. Don't call me Sam. Call me Buzz. My name's Buzz. My name's Buzz. So he said, it's taken over a year, but two weeks ago they were finally able to issue me a driving license in my name, which is now Buzz Lightyear. So Buzz Lightyear from Devon, England, said he checked uh, with the DMV when he decided to change his name and told it would be approved to appear on his license. So he initially had submitted his application and they had rejected him. He had two appeal letters turned down, but now Mr. Lightyear was able to get it passed through the system and he can be just as stupid as he wants to be. <laughs> Buzz, what would you change your name to? If you could change it to a fictional character, what would it be? Ooh. And I don't know if I have an answer. I'm trying to think about it myself, but. If I could change it to a fictional character. I really do like the float well because it is a good name and because it's a show that I love. Mm-hmm. Jerrica Benson. <laughs> do you know what that is? That well, Jerrica's from Gem, uh, right? I cannot believe you knew that. Yeah, yes, I know that from you. I don't know it from anything else other than hearing you say it. Jerrica Benson is Gem hmm. before she uh, hits her in Showtime Synergy. Man, what would I change? Gosh, there's so many good names out there. I've thought about this before. <sighs> Ooh, or Audrey Horn. That'd be a good one, too. Audrey Horn. Yeah, that's a good name. Boy, I don't know. That's tough. That is really you tough. You asked me. I know I did. Cobra Commander. No, I wouldn't want to do that. That's not that good. I could go by Cobra, though. That'd be pretty cool. I thought you were going to pick, like, a normal name. Well, that, I thought that was. Okay, so a normal name that somebody has? <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Jebediah Springfield? No, that wouldn't be good either. I don't, I don't, I don't want to go by that. I want like a cool fake name. What's Jebediah a cool, Springfield? It's a cool Did fake you name. really just go for that? <laughs> what was... Um, I don't know. I can't tell you what you think is cool. I came up with two that I think are cool. <sighs> Can I just go by one word and it would be Airwolf? What about... Oh, it's being suggested. Let's see. Uh, James T. Kirk? No. Go no. with Ron Jeremy? No. What about drop load? No. I've got to think about it. Stringfellow Hawk. That's yeah. That's what it would be. What? Stringfellow Hawk. That makes me hungry for string cheese. No, Stringfellow Hawk. It was the uh, uh, Jan Michael Vincent in uh, Airwolf. Stringfellow Hawk. That's pretty. That's pretty badass. No, name. that's really stupid. Why? Really. Why is that a stupid name? Because that's a pretty you good sound name. Like cheese. <sighs> like a Stringfellow. That's like the weakest first name ever. God, I'm sorry I brought this up. I don't have. Hello, I didn't have my one. My name is Stringfellow. Grizzly Adams. That's a cool name. There you go. Grizzly. Go with that one. All right. All right. So uh, just don't change your name to Buzz Lightyear. Next up, out of New York City, I didn't know that this is still the kind of thing that you get accolades for, but a New York City man has gotten a Guinness Book of World Record for watching 94 hours of straight television. 94 hours. Yes. Straight of television, not of straight television. I don't know what he watched. I don't know. Do you get a, been, I mean, it could have been some Bravo get, in there. I'm assuming you get uh, bathroom breaks. Well, a binge-watching Brooklynite took in 94 consecutive hours of TV to break the Guinness Book of World Records for the longest time spent watching television. Oh, his mother must be proud. Alejandro Fragoso. Alejandro Fragoso. 25 years young. Uh... Started watching TV Friday morning with two friends, but Fragosa was the only watcher left when the timer reached 94 hours 
Yeah. Oh, I guess that's the next week at about 6 a.m. the following Friday morning. Is that right? What? I'm sorry. Say it again. I'm confused. I'm really confused, too. Okay. Say it. Let's start from the top. Alejandro Fragoso. Alejandro Fragoso. Fragoso. That's where I got hung up, and then I didn't really yeah, hear a lot of what you, you said Yeah, then you just afterwards. kind of blanked out. I know. I could tell yeah. you weren't listening. Mm-hmm. I, th- I was thinking about other names still. I was stuck on it. Tom Ripley would be a good one, too. Okay. Yeah, because this doesn't make any sense. We need to figure out. Uh, let's figure out. Numbers and time, because this is, like, not working. <laughs> All right. Now, I'm listening now. Uh, Please tell me. I'll, okay, so this is exactly what the story says. I think that this is... It's not making sense because it doesn't add up. Alejandro Fragoso. Alejandro Fragoso. Listen to me. Yes. Started watching TV Friday morning with two friends, mm-hmm. but Fragoso was the only watcher left when the timer reached 94 hours about 6 a.m. Friday morning. What? That doesn't make any sense. There are more than no. 94 hours in a week. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It says Friday twice, really? TV Friday morning with two friends, but Fragoso was the only watcher left when the timer reached 94 hours about 6 a.m. Friday morning. So they're saying you watched from Friday to Friday? Yeah. That's no, that's not right. It doesn't make any sense. No, it does not. Like they have this. Person, I call shenanigans. Yeah, this this writer has like one fucking job. Like write about the stupid guy. So who what? One hundred eighty. eight hours in a week. Well, let's see. So ten days would be two hundred forty hours. Yeah, I mean ninety six hours is four days. It's being noted. Yeah, yeah. Right there in the chat. Yeah. So this makes absolutely no sense. Started watching TV Friday morning with two friends, but Fragosa was the only watcher left when the timer reached okay, 94 well, we, hours. We've understood that doesn't work, so let's just <laughs> say... Friday morning. Let's just say... He watched 94 hours straight. Let's sure. just go with that. Sure, All right. Even so the rules of the record a allow for a five-minute break once an hour. Wow, anyone could do that then. I mean, that's just called a weekend. Just watching Netflix... <laughs> Um, once an hour, but Fragoso was otherwise barred from moving his eyes away from the screen. So Fragoso said the marathon included, but was not limited to episodes of Battlestar Galactica, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Twilight Zone, Bob's Burgers, Adventure Time, and Game of Thrones. He said the exhaustion started taking its toll as the hours turned into days, said the struggling, ambitious, young 25-year-old man who watched 94 hours of TV straight. Uh, he said, on the final day, there were a few hours I forgot. The doctor said that uh, that's micro naps the body is forcing us to take even when you're awake. Uh, so, Fragoso's TV marathon bested the previous Guinness Book of World Records record, a 92 hour binge watched by a group of Austrians. So I, I mean, guess, you throw in a few good series, I suppose. Yeah, so I guess the Austrians just set this. So, I mean, honestly, we could just start watching a TV show now and probably set the new record because the Austrians that he just beat at the 92-hour binge uh, just set it in March. So is, is that something we should do? I don't know. I Sorry, like- guys. No show for a while. We're going to be... T- I mean, we could still podcast, I suppose, while we're doing it. But we have to stare at the TV while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, we could watch television while we mm. do it. Boy, that'd be... I don't know. Greg, the things Might be as exciting as, as <laughs> us talking about Googling things. <laughs> All right, a couple more stories. Uh, out of Coralville, Iowa. Coralville. Uh, police were called to a Coralville bus station for an arriving megabus after a man was allegedly... What do you think he was doing on the megabus? <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna, he was reading the Bible. 
A man was allegedly reading the Bible to a female passenger. (laughs) (laughs) Or exposing his penis. Okay. (laughs) 41-year-old Telly Shadell Corey of Tennessee was arrested on Sunday and charged with indecent exposure. Now, according to the complaint, Corey, quote, played with his penis inside of his sweatpants before exposing it and masturbating for up to three hours. What? I'm just impressed. Three hours on this thing and nobody <laughs> said anything? Or Well, he said that he just kept playing with it because he thought that the female who was sitting near him, quote, was enjoying it. She was what was not. his indication that she was enjoying? <laughs> well, after being, oh, well, look at that. After being read his Miranda rights, Corey admitted that he kept on going because, yeah, he thought the victim didn't say anything because <laughs> she was enjoying it. That's clearly consent. She was not enjoying it, and he was arrested. <laughs> I thought she liked it. <laughs> Has he ever had anyone who's liked that activity that he's doing there? I don't know. He's Randomly. 41. He's probably been like, well, up to now, everybody's been Nobody's ever it. said no. All right, and finally, a Florida man named David Smith has been arrested after being accused of stalking his ex-girlfriend and humping a stop sign in front of her home. A stop sign. They can be very sexy. Well, yeah. David Smith, 58 years young, is now facing stalking charges. Because according to police, on the nights of April 10th through the 13th, Smith walked on foot to the victim's home and was dumping trash in her yard before walking off. Now, then on the night of April 13th, an officer witnessed Smith dumping trash yet again. The incident was also recorded on the camera at the victim's residence, who started recording things because her ex-boyfriend is crazy. Uh, Police say that earlier in the day, a witness also saw Davis humping the stop sign in front of the woman's home while pointing at the woman's home and laughing maniacally (laughs) after dumping trash in her yard. I don't even know where to begin with that. Uh, Florida man, 58, David Smith, dumping trash in his ex-girlfriend's yard for three days. (laughs) Then she gets a camera. She records the trash dumping, also gets him on camera, humping the stop sign in front of her house, pointing at her house, and laughing <laughs> So that's a thing that David Smith, 58 years young, of 360 14th Avenue Northeast in St. Petersburg, Florida, decided. His name was Davis Young? David Smith. David Smith, sorry. David Smith, uh, Florida. I really want to see if there's a, a picture of this guy. You just want to see if there's a video of him humping the stop sign. I don't really want to see the video, but, but I do kind of want to see the video. No, I don't want to see the video. Um, oh, no, there's just some... Well, there's a lot of crazy people in Florida with Davis Smith. Davis Smith. Well, well, David Smith. Oh, David Smith. I looked up Davis Smith. I don't know why. You can just look up, like, any random name and type in Florida, and there's going to be some sort of arrest record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, yep. Yep. Does it look about right? Well, it looks about right. <laughs> okay. So there you have it. Do not... Go crazy in Florida and start humping stop signs. Unless you want to. It's your prerogative. Just Well, you're going to go to jail for it. Though. Be respectful. Yeah. And Don't you're gonna laugh go to and point while you're humping your stop Don't signs. Don't laugh and point while you do that. All right. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Excellent. Um, I could do a really quick ball talk. Really quick. Let's just like in and out quick. Oh, that was gross. I'm going to cut that out. That wasn't what I meant. I didn't mean it like don't that. Snap. I know you didn't mean it like that. Why are you like, don't snap. Now I'm, sec- now I'm second guessing. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. 
Oh, what? What? I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. Uh, first up in ball talk. It's random potpourri of balls. It'll be really quick ones. I want to say this. There was a man arrested at a football match in Saudi Arabia because it was believed that he was using black magic on the opposing team. So the heavily favored team lost. Um, Al Nassar, I guess they're like a really good team. And they lost, and authorities found the suspect in the sit- stadium or uh, they while they were searching him. I guess they were being searched. And uh, they found black magic charms on him. Oh. And lo and behold, their team lost. And so they're now saying maybe... He was to co- he was to, to blame for it. Um, fans of both sides are making fun of this and saying that's ridiculous. I will make note on social media. I guess they're going crazy in Saudi Arabia making fun of this. Uh, but yeah, the man was held because their team lost for his black wow, magic charms. Wow, that's pretty ridiculous. Now, when you say football, it wasn't American football. It was soccer, no, and right? I'm just reading from the soccer. It's uh, from the uh, article. Yes, it's soccer. Okay, soccer. Uh, from though their football to our football. Um, this is something. So, L.A., <clears throat> the L.A. Rams, which is the new team. They were the St. Louis Rams. They are now moving to Los Angeles to end up playing in the giant new stadium oh, that's being built yeah. there. So, it is the L.A. Rams. How convenient have just traded to get the number one pick in the NFL draft coming up here in a couple of weeks. So, they traded with Tennessee who had the number one draft pick. They traded a lot of picks to get this number one draft pick, but now they can draft a quarterback for their team. And how convenient they're in L.A., and also how convenient they are also on Hard Knocks this year. Uh, so Hard oh. Knocks is the HBO series where they follow around an NFL team through training Whether they camp. want it or not, right? Well, yeah, there's certain... You can refuse to do it for an NFL team if you were in the playoffs last year, or I think within the last two years, or if you have a new head coach... Or if you've already done it in like the last six years. So there's like op- options out. But it gets down to a point if you don't have any of those things and they say they're going to do it, you have to do it. So okay. they are, the LA Rams are doing it. But they're in LA. They're now in the second largest market. The NFL wants to make a big splash there. They're on hard knocks. And lo and behold, they just got the number one draft pick. What? Wow. No it's way like there could be any shenanigans with that. No. So that there is that. So the LA Rams are going to have that. It will make Hard Knocks. I'll watch Hard Knocks, though. It's actually it's a pretty interesting show. It's it's not really about football. It's just about all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, I know. You talked about it before. Yeah, I think it's it pretty interesting. interesting. So there is that. And finally, in ball talk, a recap of last night's basketball games. Games. Kobe Bryant going out. His last game last night. Last game ever. He has retired. And he scored 60 points in his... That was game. pretty awesome. Um, I will say this. He also broke the record for most shot attempts in a single <laughs> game. The previous attempt, I think, was 49 by Michael Jordan. Kobe took 50 shots. They basically just kept giving him the ball. Um, and he scored 60 points. Wow. And the Lakers did win. The Lakers beat the Jazz. So Kobe Bryant, no more in the league. I will say this. The one weird thing about... It's off. I don't know what... Yeah. Uh-oh. There's it's no possessed. sound. Weird. So... So, um, yes, he scored 60 points. And, you know, the one thing with Kobe Bryant leaving, now it is kind of strange because he, I will give him this, he was the ultimate villain. 
If oh, you were yeah. not a Lakers fan, you hated Kobe Bryant. It's pretty universal, mm. as is evidenced by that commercial. So he's kind of the last holdover from that era of NBA players where they weren't buddies off the court. Yeah. Like that, you know, the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, kind of Carl Malone era. Where they didn't like each other. Well, off they the court. didn't have to play nice. No, where they they really didn't. Like they, PR. No, they wanted to beat each other. They didn't go hang out with each other after the game. And I do miss that part, and I appreciate that stuff. Because um, now all the players are, you know, LeBron hangs out with Kevin Durant off the court, and they're all buddies and pals. And yeah, that's kind of no. Bullshit. I like it when they don't like each other. Yeah, that makes it more fun to me. Well, um, and I don't like Kobe real. Bryant. Yeah. I really don't like Kobe Bryant, but I did enjoy not liking Kobe Bryant. So. Anyway, he's gone. And the Golden State Warriors now do hold the record for most wins in an NBA season. They won last night handily. <clears throat> they finished the season at 73-9. and No team in NBA history has ever done that before. Closest was Michael Jordan's Bulls that were 72-10. and So, Golden State Warriors That was a really like, solid way that you just said that. Yep. Well, there it is. Golden State Warriors, 73-9. and Finishing out. This NBA season going into the playoffs. The Portland Trail Blazers will be playing the LA Clippers in their series. Blazers finished it with the number five seed. Um, And the Clippers are at number four, so it'll be in LA starting on Sunday, is their game, their matchup. So that's what will be going on. And the Houston Rockets got the eighth seed, so they will be destroyed by the Golden State Warriors in four games, I'm going to guess. Actually, maybe the Rockets will win a game. They might surprise somebody. Warriors might be a little bit off kilter, but either way, they're going to get destroyed. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. So many balls to talk. A lot. A lot. A lot of them. A lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. Oh, uh, yeah, we better wrap up. What are you doing? I don't know. A lot this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Oh, my God. Did we get through a Thursday with no edits? Don't say that now. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really do appreciate it a lot. You are all fantastic, and uh, it's wonderful. Um, Save the date, July 22nd, for our listener party. Also, we are going to be announcing some other things next week. Yep. So we'll be doing some uh, Some other events. events. Yes. Yes. Very excited about those. Which we're very excited about. Which will be coming up this coming week. So... Uh, also, one other thing. If you're listening right now, it is Thursday, April 14th. I will be live on Facebook in about two and a half hours. Ooh, like on a video thing? Yes. Live Facebook show for digital trends. Um, if you're listening, that'd be great if you guys want to. How, do, how does one watch that? Hop in. Um, you can just go to Facebook. Go to digital trends on Facebook. Uh, click like on their page. And then when we go live, it'll be me there. So if you're if you're around... That would be great to hop in. It'd be nice to see some friendly faces in the chat on there. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So, yeah, live live podcast recording on Facebook. Cool. Yeah. We'll test that out. Maybe maybe we'll try one of these I things. think that we probably should. Yeah. So we'll uh, test it out there. But, but we should save it, like, when we shower. Like, for, you know, for... What? Like, no, like, when we've actually <laughs> showered. Not when we shower. Oh, when my we, God. What are you... Hey, I don't know where you were going with any of that. When we showered, I shower <laughs> every day. Don't lump me into this. All right, I haven't showered yet today. I'm saying, like, I don't want to be on video. But you also just implied showered. that we're going to do a live Facebook video from showering. <laughs> this is This is ending terribly. Well, I had to do something to mess it up, so you had to edit it. 
And, no, why do, and don't ever include me in your not showering thing. Oh That's you. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry you have to brag about like actually showering every day. <sighs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio so- <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> You're the James Spader of Fun Employment Radio. I don't know how I'm the James Spader. I'm not really sure. Because you shower. <laughs> that doesn't make me... It's my snobby showering every day. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.